Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 636 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show this week, Certain Media will be sharing their latest single with us. We'll also be doing away the brand new album coming up from Zero Mansa. Youth on stage will be letting us know about their production of Kips at the Dormston Theatre in Sedgley. Also on top of that, we'll be hearing from Zoe Turner, who's going to tell us about a charity fundraiser that she's doing. And she's going across the Seven Peaks of Shropshire. We'll be hearing all about that one. Plus, on top of that, we'll be joined by LGBT Plus Sparkle as they've got a very special project as they are putting together Pride Wreaths. That's all coming up on the show this week. Youth on stage are bringing Kips to the stage at the Dormston Mill Theatre. I'm joined now by several of the gang and Deb Brooks to tell us more. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hi. All right, so first of all, Debs, uh, you, you need to uh, give us a, a bit of a background here. So tell us a, a bit about Youth On Stage. Okay, so Youth On Stage has been running now for 20 years next year. Um, we take members aged 9 to 25, and we rehearse in Birmingham. We perform two shows a year, so we have a musical normally in May, and that is performed at the Old Rep Theatre. And then we do a pantomime normally in December, which is performed at the Dub House Theatre in Solihull. Mm -hmm. So we're two shows a year. Uh, we rehearse twice a week, Wednesdays and Sundays, um, as I said, in Ladywood in Birmingham. And uh, we try to uh, produce performances of a very high standard. So we use radio mics, we have um, scenery. Quite often we actually make our own scenery and um, we, are, we also hire it out. Um, and it's been used by a few companies, so it shows it must be a good standard. <laughs> um, and then we have um, our own costumes. Um, we have a huge props room and everything, which we all store at the place where we rehearse. And um, we have a production team. So we have me, I'm the director, and I have a choreographer uh, and a musical director. And um, as I said, our aim is to sort of encourage children to have that love of theatre and the passion for it and to also develop all their skills in acting, singing and dancing. And this is all about giving confidence and enjoying uh, the experience and the Dormston's going to be a great place to play just up in Sedgley so you're going to have a, a great time in a wonderful theatre there as you do with all the others and uh, you know it's it's uh, it's all about being part of the show so uh, I'm going to start with uh, Connor and Caitlin uh, you, you two are currently uh, in, in a random hotel room in Cardiff the rest of the family are there too. It's like, okay, you've not been abandoned. It's not like home alone in reverse. But uh, you, you guys are having a, a good time being part of the show? Yeah, it's been really fun. So who, who are you playing? Uh, I'm playing Young Kipson. I'm playing Young Lamb. So you've got uh, some good roles there, which means you're going to be a centre stage uh, at uh, various points of the show. And, and what does it do for you when it comes down to you know, being a performer, Caitlin? Oh, it's just... It's really nice to do what I love because it's nice to have a good part that I can express the passion. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and Connor, I mean, playing the young Kips, you, have you got some interesting musical numbers as well, have you? Yeah, um, we've got a duo together, uh, which we have a look at a dance routine and uh, we sing to that as well. So that should be good. Uh, okay, next up, Ben, who are you playing? Um, I'm playing Kips's uncle. 
And again, a, a role which is, they're, they're all important to the show, aren't they? Whoever you've got, and it's all part of telling the story. And, and what's it like for you being part of a group like this? It's definitely fun to do, and especially this show. Mm-hmm. And it's a yeah. it's a, a a good musical extravaganza and some great costumes. Phoebe, tell us about you and uh, your role in it, and what uh, what you get to appear as on stage. I actually have two roles in this show. Fortunately, um, I Kipps's aunt Susan and Mrs. Bindo Button. So, so you've got two different looks in the show, and and that helps you, I suppose, as well with more experience of, of actually playing different parts and and and, and getting the, something more out of the show uh, as well. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and uh, Lucy, who are you in the show? Um, I'm playing Pierce. Let's give us a bit of background to that one. Um, it's quite like a different role that I've ever done before, but it's really exciting, um, especially as I get to do it with all my best mates, so it's really fun. And somebody who cannot sit still, we know, is Albie, as the ground is moving throughout the whole of this conversation. I, I, I take it you're going to be doing some dancing on stage, mate? Oh, yeah, definitely. Who are you playing? Uh, well, I got multiple parts, but one of them is Mr. Maxwell, the architect. So again, this is all something slightly different. And uh, Debs, I mean, the overall story here—it's one that does give a lot of opportunities, doesn't it? Oh yes, we've got plenty of parts. I mean, there's 24 in the cast, and there's several of them who are covering one, two or two or more parts. Um, and obviously, as you said, it does give them a range of experience because the great thing about kits is you've obviously got the Cockney crowd, and then you've got the really posh. Um, crowd. So someone like Phoebe, she's a Cockney when she's Aunt Susan, and then she's really, really posh when she's Mrs. Bindo Botting. So the opportunities are there to uh, display lots and lots of different characters, characterization, and obviously accents as well, which is absolutely great. And to say, uh, Phoebe, I mean, do you, do you find that a bit of a challenge doing the accents? Uh, I mean, because we're all from the Midlands, so we, we, we all sound pretty much like this. But uh, it, it, is a, it is a bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, at first, I just couldn't sound posh. <laughs> it was a bit of a struggle, but obviously working quite closely with multiple people in the same boat, it really brought each other's confidence up. Well, rather than sounding normal like we all do, uh, you, you get to have a, a, a bit of fun with it as well. And uh, again, with the, the, the roles of the, the young parts for uh, uh, Kate and Connor, uh, what's it like trying to play a part in the same way as somebody else who's also playing the same character? Um, it, it, it can be difficult at times, like, but it, it, it's as soon as you like work with the other person, you know them well, like your confidence builds up to play that role. And Caitlin, it is about teamwork, isn't it? Yes. Uh, the show itself, as we say, is the Dormston. Deb, I'll let you do all the details on that one, please. The show is going to be performed uh, three performances. So the 8th of October at 7.30, the 9th of October, We've got a matinee and an evening performance. Uh, tickets are available um, either via our website, which is www.youthonstage.co.com. Oh, oh, I'm getting confused now. <laughs> Youthonstage.co.uk. Mm-hmm. And um, also we can uh, telephone. So you can either telephone uh, Becky, which is 07903 109 or you can contact me uh, and I would actually be the best contact if in the future people would be used uh, would be wanting to join youth on stage because we're always recruiting and uh, we've got the fabulous Adam show next year so that's going to be fantastic Um, so if anybody wanted to actually join they could contact me and use my number for tickets if they wanted to which is 0782 455 24 
one. And uh, I perhaps ought to need to go back to my my uh, website because it's actually www.youthonstage.org. So you can and check you out the details there. Youthonstage.org is that website. Yeah. So get all the details that way. And uh, be, so uh, you're on the socials too. You can be found on Facebook and all the usual. So just look for Youth on Stage and just say best based out of that uh, Ladywood School, and uh, you can uh, yeah, get together and um, and be part of a brilliant group. So uh, Kips, as we say, is on stage. Let's have a favourite bit of the show whether it's a song or something that happens from each of you. We'll start with Albie. I think my favourite is the end song, Flashbang Wallop. That is a good tune. So that one's been taken now. You can still have the same one if you want to. Uh, Lucy, you next. Um, I love all the dances, but especially in the middle, there's me and Money to Burn part one are my okay. favourite. That's all good. Um, ben, what's your favourite bit? Um, I have to agree with Albie, my favourite's... Um... Flashbang Wallop okay, is just awesome and a big ensemble number as well, which is good. Phoebe? Um, I have to say Money to Burn because of the big dance break where we all just jump around. <laughs> dance break, that's what counts. Uh, Caitlin? Um, mine's just one I got with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, go on. You've got to get yourself out of that one now. It's basically <laughs> nice. I agree with Caitlin, but also like the part where... Kips meets Anne and they realise that like there's still a spark there and that maybe he's missing out. OK, well, it's a, I'm going to say break a leg. Hopefully that makes some sort of sense to you. Have a brilliant time on stage. It's going to be awesome. Debs, just give us a recap on once again where, where we can find more about Youth on Stage. Yep, so I'll get the website correct. So it's www.youthonstage.org or telephone numbers Becky on 07903 109 or myself Debs on 07824552431 and we really hope you'll come and support us and if you're interested in joining get in touch and the dates again for the show are the 8th and the 9th of October at Dormston Theatre Sedgley all right, you're all guys so they're all going to be there and it's going to be an awesome production I know it thank you all for joining us thank you bye 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 Certain music have a brand new single out on the 3rd of September, Whatever I Do, it features Ange Lloyd. As does this conversation, I was also joined by Judith and Nick from Certain. Hello to you all. Hello. Hi. Hello, good to be here. Good to have you along. Right, OK, uh, let's start off. Uh, Judith, I'm going to come to you first. Tell me a bit about the current bit of the project. OK, so we are very, very excited about the single um, that we're releasing with Ange. Um, it's coming out on the 3rd of September. And I, I just think we, we are so lucky to be working with Android. She's got an amazing voice. She blew us away. And we just feel like this is, we, we feel very honoured to be a part of her journey because I think it's going to go far. And before we go to Ange to try and cope with this level of adoration we're having here, Nick, you know, <laughs> pile some more on while she's not, she's, she's not ready for it. <laughs> well, the, the, the first time I heard Ange actually was um, down the phone. It was in 2020. It was one of those complicated you know, bits of 2020. Nick was in the studio and I wasn't. And um, I heard her voice down, down the phone. And the first, I actually gasped when I heard it. I was like, oh my God, it's like, it's like Shirley Bassey, Sandy Shaw, Silla Black, everything rolled into one. And with, you know, a good bit of Ange in, in it as well. And um, so, yeah, so we were just very excited and saying, we've got to work with her. And <laughs> uh, Nick, what's it been like working in the studio with her? Is she a bit of a diva or good to work oh, with? Just... <laughs> So unassuming, just walks in really quietly. Hi guys, I'm just here, you know, just here to do some vocals. You know, 
just really easy, easy going. And then the track was really banging. It was very, the track sounded very big. And we thought, oh, let's see how this goes. But as soon as Anne started to sing, it was even bigger than the track. And <laughs> Gavin and I looked at each other and we're like, oh my goodness, this is just phenomenal. Mm. It was just phenomenal. It's very easy to work with. I think Anne did it in maybe three takes. Yeah, she just yeah. came in really calmly really it was a, a blast it was so easy really so so easy to work with Ange. okay and right on to you then now because you are continuing the awesomeness that we've already heard from the the, the project itself and so this is a, a, a brilliant collective what's it like being part of it oh it's amazing I've, i feel really really lucky to have the opportunity to work uh, with everybody um, involved, especially uh, Judith and Nick. They are amazing songwriters, uh, so talented. Um, and I just feel privileged to actually, um, you know, sing the song. Okay, so uh, give us your background and where you're from then. And, what, and we have, in fact, we, we probably have heard your voice before, haven't we? I've sang on the um, previous song, Sunshine, um, backing vocals on there. Um, then a lot of um, vocal work with Gareth in the studio. Um, as a session vocalist and sung on, um, you know, people's albums, the Twang Christmas song, uh, Paddy Considine's band uh, album, um, and recorded at Abbey Road Studios, which is good, with um, Andy, uh, Tony Christie, sorry. Um, Background-wise, um, I grew up in the Black Country, um, Wensbury. Um, I now live in Rubri in Birmingham. Um, always got... Um, a couple of music things going on. Um, I do a lot, lot of busking um, and I play trumpet in a band called the Jam DRC as well. Um, but yeah, but I mean, obviously not the past year because it's, you know, the, the COVID situation has put a stop to, you know, live music. Yeah, um, well, it's, uh, it doesn't stop people enjoying things online. And uh, uh, I mean, Judith, 40,000 plus plays on Spotify for Sunshine. Yeah, no, we've been, we've been so happy with that. For something that came out of nowhere, you know, just a few months ago, the, the support we've had has been amazing. We're really grateful and um, really happy. And the video is doing really well on YouTube as well. I think it's just, it was 128,000 views or something it's had. So, you know, we, we are so pleased with that and, and really, really happy. Um, and just want to build from there, really. Yeah, and so it's, it's building a project which brings people from all generations, all backgrounds, and basically, you just, from the heart of Wolverhampton, producing fantastic music, which is going to go global, and it's already global. Uh, it's really exciting. It's, I mean, it's, I, I get really, really excited when I see that someone's listening to, to it in, like, the Netherlands or, you know, Mozambique or something. It's really, I get a big kick out of that. It's really exciting to me. Um, but also, we, we, the thing about generations is interesting because when, so obviously we, we were already working with Taylor. And um, so when Ange walked in, we were like, well, we, we want to work with both of them. How, how are we going to make a band with both in? How is it going to work? And that's kind of what inspired the story. So we've got a script that um, was, we wrote originally as a screenplay, but we're actually going to be um, releasing as a series of radio plays. Um, and we're in the process of starting to record that now. And in the story, the, the way that what Ange and Taylor sort of inspired us to do is we've written a story about um, two characters. Uh, there's a very cool guy, a front man in a band, and um, his mum 
it find, turns out that she can sing and she gate crashes the band. And so um, we've kind of created a story around that and all of the sort of awkwardness that that would entail. And um, that's that's going to be coming out. We're recording that um, over the next few months. So we look forward to being able to get our ears around that as well as all the wonderful music and uh, the eyes on the videos that you're producing too. So um, obviously 3rd of September is an important release date for this next part of the project. What follows afterwards, Nick? So we've got another video to 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 back up the single yes and yet again uh, uh, another local lad dan crew is going to be releasing a brilliant brilliant it video it's, one, yeah. it's really uplifting you know it's a really uplifting it sort of drags you out of the drudgery of life and just <laughs> sends you, sends you, literally sends you flying he's mm. he's a brilliant brilliant animator a brilliant storyteller so that's the next thing that's happening after the the single yeah. Uh, just to help propel it again. I think it's a couple of weeks, maybe three weeks. That'll be about three weeks. Three weeks after, after the, the official release. But you like to do this. You like to tease us with the music and then give us a whole fresh take on it with the video that comes alongside it. Uh, and Andrew, what's it like for you, uh, knowing that you're going to have something which isn't just your standard pop video? Oh, it's really exciting. I haven't seen anything yet, so it'll be uh, a surprise for me. So I'm just really, I'm really, really excited about the whole of it, really. So, and give us all your details on your socials, etc., so we can continue to find you and your work. Okay, um, so just Facebook, it's just Angeloid. Um, that's it, really. I'm not really great on social networking. You don't need to be. You're already getting work anyway. That's the thing, isn't it? And uh, with with what we're looking at here, obviously, I, I'm going to let Judith do all the details because there's lots of them. So, how do we find it all? Okay, so the best thing to do is go online to certain dot media. That's the website. So if you go to certain dot media, then from there you can get our Instagram and our Facebook and all of the other bits and pieces that. And 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 continue not to be to be challenged to listen to something new, something different, and uh, you know the the experience of it is is as much as anything else, isn't it? It is. This is experience music. Yeah. I guess so. It's like well, it's we're trying to put something out that's going to just lift people a little bit. If we yeah. can just do that a bit. That's a job done, you know. Yeah. And with the and behind it, it just puts a smile on your face. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of the aim, really. It's just to lighten life a little bit and just to capture a bit of magic. I think yeah. I might have said that before, but that is actually what we're trying to do. Yeah. And and just delivers. Yeah. Just delivers. Something straight to away. make you feel good for three minutes. Just you for know? three minutes. Or that's even. Stick yeah. it on repeat. That's 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 a lifetime <laughs> of uh, have good stuff. That's the way to do it. On Spotify, that's the way we click up some good revenue as well. Because these guys need funding for what they're doing because it's an absolutely brilliant project. More to come in the future. I know you'll be back to tell us about that. Certain dot music is where you can keep track of what's happening. Make sure you look for the track. Give us all the details of how we can find it on Spotify. Do we need to what do we need to search for? So I guess you would if you go for certain and it will be whatever I do. The song and his song is called Whatever I Do. Um, or you could check out Taylor's song, which is Sunshine Down to the Soles of My Shoes. Well, we're going to take a listen to Ange perform now. And uh, I thank you all for joining us. Cheers. Thank, thank you, Jason. So Thanks thank for having you so much. much. I just can't believe I'm back in this place again. And inside of me, my heart starts to race again.
Turner is off doing a charity challenge and joins us now to tell us more. Hello. Hello. Now, you're obviously former co-presenter of, of most of my shows. You pop up periodically. Uh, I mean, last time was a couple of years ago when we did the Milk Bar 10th anniversary edition. But because yeah. uh, you went off on maternity leave in what year? 2015. And you haven't really been back since, have you? Prolonged. No, I am looking at it. So, so we'll have to we'll have to see if we can get you a bit more involved. However, you're up to, you're up to stuff for charity. What's going on? Yeah, I'm doing the seven uh, Shropshire Peaks. It's a 22 mile walk. Mm -hmm. and it's um, that sounds good. Yeah, it's for Mental Health UK. Good charity to be working with. Now, yeah. seven peaks. Uh, I, I know there's the Reekin. Um, is, is there anything around Wenlock involved in that? What are we looking at? Where are we going to? Probably. It doesn't actually say. It just says seven peaks. So you're, in, in your usual organised way, you're just going to turn up <laughs> and have somebody guide you around these peaks. you just got to know you've got to walk 22 miles. No, I've just got to keep walking. And go up and down. Yeah. 50,000 steps I've converted it to, and it doesn't sound so bad then, does it? How many do you normally do in a day? I do normally do 11 or 12, and I have done... Are they on the flat, mostly? No, no, I do like jogging and running and a lot of walking now, so, because mm -hmm. where we do, there's a lot of nice walks. So that's all good. Uh, what, what prompted this one, then? Well, the, the company I work for, um, 
they always uh, choose a different charity every four years to to advocate and and mm. this se section is for mental health uk um so every now and again they send around things that they that people might want to join and raise funds for and this is one of them um and you thought i know i'm not too far away from some of these i'm going to enjoy myself well obviously because of the covid situation they, they have said that try and do something that's local to you so this one obviously is just down the road from me um and i do i enjoy walking um you know so i've got got like some of the equipment already and i think it'd well, be you've got legs and shoes that's a start yeah i've got proper walking boots i've got waterproofs so yeah you've got a climate cool you can wear if it's nice weather yeah yeah, yeah well that's the thing you say so um but i reckon it'll take from seven in the morning till six in the afternoon so that's not not too bad is that's it? that's a long day for you <laughs> it's not it is uh, now i'm quite i'm quite looking forward to it but when I first signed up, I thought, oh, yeah, that'll be really nice. Then everybody I'm speaking to about it keeps saying, oh, God, that's going to be really difficult, that is. And I'm starting to think, well, is it? <laughs> it's well, The whole point of most of these challenges when they're raising funds is it's something that's not easy. You know, like jump out of a plane, climb Mount Everest, all of those things are something like hard work. So the fact there's yeah. seven peaks, you've got to do it within the, uh, the, 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 the 13, the 11, 11 hours you just said, or 13 hours, yeah. whichever way around it works. Um, and uh, you're starting quite early in the morning. That tells you there's quite a lot involved. Yeah, it was fine. There, there was a skydiving option, and I didn't want to do that. So this is the better of the two. So you keep both feet on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a recovery vehicle that follows you around, apparently. So that's that's good. <laughs> Try and avoid using that if possible. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so the, the selected charity for your workplace, and as they do some brilliant work, and uh, particularly in difficult times. I mean, many people working from home still uh, suffering from the the, the, yeah, the mental health issues that go along with having a completely different world to what we're used to at the moment. Yeah, certainly. I mean, mental health and, and help for mental health has been bad for quite a few years, but I think it's even worse because of the last 18, 12 to 18 months because people that have never thought about mental health or suffered from bad mental health have suddenly now realised that they need the support and it just isn't there. The NHS is like poorly funded for it in particular. It's the access point as well that's difficult. It's actually finding a way of talking to someone about the, the yeah. assistance that you need. And you know, through the charities that are out there and, and raising the profile and talking about it today hopefully will help. means that you know you can actually get a signpost to where you need to be to talk to someone. And, and you know everybody has mental health. And we all have days when it's better or worse than others. Yeah. And you know, there can be all sorts of external factors from the you know, day to day life to the fact you live next door to some idiots, you know, that sort of thing. And you know, it, it's, it, it can be a, a problem uh, across the board. So you know, it, there's no shame in realising that you need a bit of assistance. No, well, I think that's it. A lot of people don't like to to speak about the mental health or if they're having issues or if they know somebody that's got poor mental health. People don't like to speak about it and I think that's half the problem because um, it's not just, there's no age limit to it. I mean, I know of, of children that have need help with their mental health and, and, you know, you imagine children, you know, just going along with their day-to-day -day life and enjoying things and, and that isn't the case. There's a lot of youngsters and teenagers all through the ages who need this sort of support and, and like I say if, if you're not in the right sort of area um, you don't get it where it's at least with Mental Health UK they've got like the online support so you don't even have to see anybody if you don't want to you can still get some help and reach out um, and obviously they do like the 
meetings and groups and you know they do do a lot for, for mental health that the NHS just haven't got the, the funds for which is, mm -hmm. which is important. Yeah and they say uh, maintenance as much as anything else and avoiding it becoming a major health issue is uh, another big part of it and someone like Mental Health UK able to just step in soon enough that it doesn't become as much of an issue and uh, you say it's the same way as you you've got a sprained ankle you don't walk 22 miles on it so uh, you know it's 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 about making sure that you look after yourself in the right way so don't you be getting a sprained ankle okay no i've got some proper walking boots they cover my ankle, so I'm fine. <laughs> so, because yeah, the, the, most people who don't know you, you're quite slight, and uh, we, we don't want any damage coming to our Zoe as you come off and uh, and do this work. So, the mountains. Yeah, how we don't we the problems off of a mountain bad. So, uh, where do we go to be able to sponsor you? Have you got the full details in front of you, please? No, that was what I was going to check. Hang on. <laughs> as organised as ever. So if you go to Just Giving, you can probably just search for me and it's um, Zoe Turner 00 is what the um, web page is called. So Just Giving and search for Zoe Turner 00. You'll be sharing the link on your socials as well, I take it. Yeah, well, that's it. If you want to find me on Facebook and um, Twitter, I'll put it on there as well. So just who are you on Twitter? Well, I think I'm presenter one. <laughs> <laughs> You should know, Jason. I, I, I know I follow you on Twitter, but I don't really pay that much attention. At Zoe Turner 1. At Zoe Turner 1 on Twitter, and you can yeah. be found there. And share it on there for us as well, okay? So it'll be in yeah, your timeline. Yeah. So uh, you can sponsor Zoe, raise some money for a good cause. And have you got a financial target you're aiming for here? Well, the minimum was £200. That's what I set it for, but I would like to go for more. Obviously, I'd like to get as much as I can, so... Okay, so we want to exceed that 200 quite quickly and get loads of good cash in for a fantastic course. And anything that makes Zoe go out and walk, do some exercise, even though she's got absolutely no idea where she's going or quite what the challenge involves, apart from the fact she's got the shoes, which on the box said they were okay for doing it, then it's all good. I've used them. Yeah, you've definitely you've walked and everything. So that's where it's good. That's good. I know where to get to to start it. I'm not quite sure where it ends. So I'm not... <laughs> If it goes in a loop, I'll be all right. But so, yeah. someone say, so where was your starting point again? Uh, oh, hang on. Oh, I can't find it now. Oh, it's in itinerary. Hang on. There it is. Church Stretton. Church Stretton. So it's lying in Church Stretton. Yeah. And hopefully they'll bring you back to your car in Church Stretton. Hopefully. If not, I might have to flag a lift. <laughs> so if you, if you see somebody with really nice walking boots uh stood at the side of the road looking completely lost and confused and thinking they were going to talk, walk up seven peaks sponsor her anyway and then get her back to church straighten at the end of it that'll do the job when are you doing it 6th of october so, so you've got a little time to get the cash in and it'll be just about nice hiking weather then as well won't it uh, yeah so not too hot not too cold i'm hoping that's the way. So we always love to speak to you. Well, I want you back on the show at some point in the not too distant future. And uh, we look forward to uh, having a bit of a natter soon. Okay. Thank you very much. Zero Mansa have a brand new album. It features their most recent three singles. Kim Young joins us now to tell me more. Hello. Hello. Uh, I'll let you in on the Seromancer uh, news here. Uh, the album is uh, coming out in September, uh -huh. um, and it's Seromancer's uh, um, seventh studio album. Um, and we're from Norway. Uh, we're a quintet. We're five people. Um, 
we started this band in uh, 1999 mm-hmm. um, out of the wake of another band. Uh, that band was called Seigman and um, was formed in Norway in 1989. So, yes, you're talking to a dinosaur here. <laughs> I'm talking to somebody who's very experienced in the music industry. <laughs> and uh, I mean, Norway itself, which part of Norway uh, are you from? Uh, we're located a bit south of Oslo, just an hour drive south of Oslo, which so is uh, kind of the middle. Uh, kind of, yeah, but it's a little south as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. south. So I, I only know Stavanger, which I've been to on many oh, occasions. So, very nice place. Very nice place. Uh, yeah, but Norway itself, I mean, a glorious country. And we're yeah. having such an easy conversation in English because pretty much all of you speak perfect English, which uh, it, it's, it's a bit of a shame we don't join in with Norwegian because it is a beautiful language. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, um, Norway has so many good as- aspects and, uh, you know, the nature here, I'm looking out here, it's, it's sunny, it's like a late summer, summer, summer morning, I'm going out to the island, we have a cabin out on the island, just like, it's a five minute drive, five minute with a boat, and you're out there and you're actually, you're nowhere, I mean, it's you're deserted, isolated, it's yeah. back to nature. Absolutely. And and there's so much of that. And you've got so many islands. And I, I love the fact that you're sort of driving under underwater to some of them, bridges to others, and uh, the joys of the fjords. Now, does all this inspire your music? What is it that inspires the sound? Well, you know, it's, uh, nature has a big part of it, of course, but um, it's all, all aspects of life. I'm... I'm I'm very easily inspired. So everything that's going on during a day inspires me. I have never had a block, you know, where I can't write or anything like that. So, you know, I'm turning 50 in October. I've had this all my life, uh, been releasing albums since uh, I was uh, 18 years old. Uh, and it's been going on. I have three bands that I play in, in the Serumancer, obviously, and Simon and Jungblut. So it's all the things going on. And a lot of questions we get now is that Serumancer, the new Serumancer album, Orchestra of Knives, uh, coming up in September. Why did it take eight years? Everybody asked me. <laughs> and it's not about laziness, I'll tell you that, because okay. uh, all these three bands have been very active, been releasing uh, tons of albums, uh, vinyl boxes, books, and et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. And, and obviously you've got your Norwegian following, but under normal circumstances, would you be traveling throughout Europe and uh, into the UK and beyond? You know, we played um, um, UK at uh, several occasions, but not not uh, like in an extent that we wanted to. Uh, mm-hmm. We normally, I mean, our, our label, uh, our booking agency is uh, German based, so out of Hamburg, we travel a lot. We have a, you know, we have a lot of gear here in Norway. Obviously, we have re- rehearsal studios actually not far from my place. Uh, but we also have a, a setup in in Hamburg, where so we don't have to fly the gear down to Europe every, all the time. So we're basically lo- located there as well. Um, and actually, because you're from Wolverhampton, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, uh, we played there uh, at one occasion with Paradise Lost uh, as the band Sidemen. You know. Serumancer and Simon has uh, three three band, ma- band members of Serumancer also playing this band called Simon. Mm-hmm. We toured with Paradise Lost uh, back in 1998 and we played Wolverhampton. And uh, to be honest, uh, it's one of the uh, 
the feedbacks from the audience uh, during the show and after the show uh, was simply amazing. And uh, we were told, and uh, it's, it's a fact that going to the merch, uh, you know, the merchandise at the booth after the show, we sold more CDs than Paris Lost did. And it was almost like 100 CDs. Uh, which was crazy. Uh, That's a good percentage of your audience who are picking those up, uh, which which means you're clearly doing something right. But they've got a whole back catalogue. What seven albums that, that they can now start to pick up on? And fingers yeah. crossed, they stay with you and follow you online. But uh, the, the music, um, give us a, a bit of a background to, to, the, to the way the sound works. Well, with Seromancer, it's um, all about um, meshing or you know. Uh, blending those electronic sounds which are very important to us we were we are you know we're, we're we grew up in the early 80s uh listening to a lot of synth music um uh and that has affected us a lot and uh we brought that along uh so it's all about blending the electronics with the the rock i mean with the the band sound and all very important to us is uh, that we're doing it properly. There is no easy way out. And uh, we always, you know, we work a lot to get it feel alive, you know, because it's not going to be static. And it's it's actually a very hard thing to do, to make electronic fits with rock and make it sound, you know, original. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> But, but we're doing that. I mean, your originality, yeah, it all comes from 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 backgrounds too. So what may not yeah. seem original to you will to other people because they're yeah. from a, a, a different source. And uh, it, when it comes to down to the language, I mean, do you like a spread of languages in your music? So I'm going to guess you've picked up some German along the way if you're touring out that way quite a lot. Yeah, you know, but it's yeah, it's actually one song on the album that's called uh, "Worth Less Than Deutschmarks" to me. So there's all already a, a, a German thing in there, and we're. We're having all these million references always because uh, I'm the lyricist as well as a songwriter and it's always a play with words and uh, in this song there's uh, a line that we're saying fun 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 of the Reperbahn instead of fun 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 of the Autobahn you know so there's references to old bands as well and uh, that's why that's what we do we try to um, to make things stick out a little bit and uh, and try to um, it's I mean, I'm from Norway, you know, and, and yes, we speak good Norwegian and we learn it from school from like we're six years of age, but writing a lyric, a good lyric in a foreign language, uh, it's not easy and trying, you know, competing with people that use the mother tongue, it's, it's hard. So you have to think otherwise. And I, I think our force is uh, the twist and turns in the, the, the lyrics and the music. Which mm -hmm. Yeah, so, and our mission in life is, uh, the way I see it, is to inspire other people with the music. That's, if, if, if we get to do that, that's very meaningful. Well, you've got a whole back catalogue of inspiration waiting for people out there if they haven't picked it up already. And those who are already part of the fan base have got this brand new album coming in September. So where do we go to to uh, pick up all the details, get that music and enjoy it? The Sound of Zero Mansa. Well, it's hard because we're not social media animals. We're we're terrible. <laughs> uh, we don't, we're old school. Um, You've got to have a shop, though. You must have a shop. Uh, uh, we have Facebook and we have Instagram, and uh, no, we don't really have a shop. Uh, we're in that part. We're 
I don't know if we're lazy, but because we're not lazy when doing music, but coming to promote ourselves, uh, we we're not the best. Um, I think you know we're one. I I I personally I hope that we are one of those bands that you you know you you find us somewhere, uh, and you find out that Searmaster. I haven't heard about this band. It's new to me, and you find out and, and you like this new album, and I'm if you're into this kind of music i'm certain that you will because it's a good album i think okay well <laughs> yeah. I, I, i'm going to accept that both you're biased but equally i know that you've got good taste in music too so we're going to believe you so that's not a problem yeah. uh, no. to prove that we're going to take a listen to something from it now what we're we going to hear testimonial which is the first song on the album mm -hmm. it's a, a bit different but i think you'll get into it and it starts off really distorted and it opens up during the song you know, and it's uh, the dynamics that we like, and it's surprising, and it's um, it's got some great hooks in there as well, and it's it's a good blend of the machines and and the bands, the organics. Well, yeah. Zero Man Sat, we're looking for on Facebook and Instagram, those two places that we can find you. Uh, there must be, is there a website at all? Is there anything on the web? Uh, well, you you just have to go out there and find search for Zero Man Sat. Okay. We we will search, and it will be worthwhile looking for you. We know that. So, uh, I mean, Kim, thank you for joining us. Thank you for the music. And uh, we look forward to, to new stuff from you on this project and all the others that you have ongoing. Oh, thank you. Thank you a lot.
as we head into autumn, some very special felt wings that are going to be made. To tell us more, I'm joined now by Paul Ryder from LGBT Plus Sparkle and wreath maker extraordinaire, Jane James. Hello to you both. Hello, and I'm Jason. Right, so first of all, Paul, tell me a little bit about this project because this ties in with uh, a, a, a group who are helping make this happen. Yes, um, we connected with the Leonard Cheshire Trust um, and we thought we'd link in with um, the lovely Jane. Um, she's going to volunteer her time and going to teach people how to make their own pride wreath making. Okay, Jane, first of all, have you, have you got something you can model in a blue Peter here's one I made earlier kind of way? <laughs> yeah, 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 I've got the, the one that started it actually. I just showed Paul a picture of the one that I have on my front door. Mm -hmm. He got all excited and was like, oh, you could make some of those. So. That is impressive. So, uh, it, uh, a, a, a giant circle, it is a full wreath, and uh, the rainbow looks resplendent there. Yeah, I mean, uh, after Paul asked me, and we, we, we sort of connected and talked about doing the workshops, I made a trans flag one, mm -hmm. just to get my hand back in, because I haven't made them for a little while, but it was something I used to do a lot with groups um, when I worked at Bantock House Museum. Mm -hmm. um, so... Uh, I've got various examples that they can move on to if they get uh, tired of rainbows like anybody ever would. And you, you, you can't really. We've got rainbows everywhere. <laughs> That's all good. So, Paul, uh, give us a, a, a bit more about how this is going to work. It's going to help with people's um, mental health and well-being. Um, people can meet new people, like friends, obviously, because we've been in lockdown for such a long time. So it'll help, with, obviously, with mental health and well-being. So we're tying it in with that. Would you like to say anything, Jane? Yeah, I, I will actually, because this, this all started many years ago. I worked at Bantock, as I said, and I started, for various reasons, a rug-making group using hessian and fabric to make the old-fashioned rag rugs that they used to do in wartime. Yeah. And we moved on to wall hangings, cushions, and then eventually wreaths. Um, and I used to make them myself as well as with the group that, that I ran. I also ran a craft club at Wolverhampton Art Gallery. And what I always said at the time was, people think we're here to make rugs, but really we're here making friends. <laughs> and that is a starting point, isn't it? And having a craft you can work on together. And not only that, it's something that you can take home with you. And you have that rag, rug, that wreath, however it, it works. And that reminds you of that time of friendship and fellowship, doesn't it? Yeah, ab absolutely right. It's. Uh, I've worked with so many diverse groups and, and it's it's such a joy to see people um, creating, even people who think they can't make things or they're not crafty or handy. Um, they, they, they will be able to do this. You can do this and you can see it growing in front of you and think, wow, you know, look what I'm making. It's great. <laughs> and at the same time, you can be chopsing with everybody else in the room. That's the way we like it. And Paul never shuts up, so he's going to be well uh, well up with this one. So no, well. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got uh, this event. So, Paul, how, how do, does attendance work and how is the cost covered on all of this? It's free to attend. Um, it will be... I've got the flyer here. You've got, yeah, he has flies. <laughs> That's all right. I've got the leaflet. It's Lift the Lockdown Mood and Sparkle. Okay, so that's the the title, Lift the Lockdown Mood and Sparkle. And in doing so, you get to produce, uh, say, a felt wreath. And you can uh, do colourways as you as you wish, can't you? We've got at the moment, we're having, uh, I hope, um, Leonard Cheshire providing this funding so that we can get some felt because it's a great, vibrant colour. 
Mm -hmm. um, you can use all sorts of different materials, but for rainbows, felt is brilliant because you've got their lovely colours. Um, so for starters, we'll be doing those wreaths with that felt. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you that ever since we decided to do this, I have been collecting T-shirts of all the colours of the rainbow. So if we run out of felt, we can move on to those. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, we'll be, yeah. yeah. It's, it's so easy to pick something up from a charity shop that uh, maybe looking like it might be a little bit tired and needs a new lease of life. And it's a great cost-effective way of having some raw materials to produce your wreath. As you say, you've got one in there in, in trans flag. And uh, there's, there's all sorts of... Uh, yeah, different ways of expressing yourself so that it could be a mix of uh, uh, of the, uh, the the pride and, and and the trans and and all the other uh, you know uh, iconography that which goes around showing pride. Yeah, for, for these particular workshops, um, but people are quite welcome to go off piste once they've got the technique down and we've made some rainbow reeds. You know, you can you can move on to doing anything you want to. I will just show you a quick example of. Um, a Christmas wreath that I've knocked together, not mm. with Hessian, just with plastic bags. That looks, you wouldn't know wow. that was plastic bags. <laughs> that is amazing. Up, just cut up a few plastic bags and uh, and tied those on so they weren't even using any Hessian. So yeah, once once you've got, once you, you started getting creative, you know, I'm sure everybody that comes will, will be running away with ideas. Well, it sounds absolutely amazing. How do we get involved? Paul, what's the details? Yeah, it is at the Manda Centre Community Hub, lower ground near the BT's exit. The first session is um, 10th of September on Friday, and it will be at 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Do you need to book? Um, no, you can just turn up. Also, there'll be free tea and coffee provided and light refreshments. Um, the lovely Marcus will be um, baking some cakes. So there'll be free cakes as well. So you're putting him to work, that's what counts. And uh, you can't do that because you've done your nails now, haven't you? So uh, we, 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 we can't have you damaging those. <laughs> that's all good. But Jane and Paul, thank you both for joining us. Paul, thanks to the weather you and the guys from LGBT plus Sparkle are doing the community. And people can find your group on Facebook and join you for your Thursday meetings. Yeah, of course we can. And um, also the, um, the creative things with the um, five reef making is everyone's welcome to join you haven't got to be lgbt you know it's for people to come together like new friends yeah well we just stick everybody in the plus but on the end don't we that's the way it works no one is excluded that's what counts that's right. so uh, go along get involved make yourself uh, a pride wreath and uh, pick up some skills and have a good natter that's what counts all down there at that community hub in the manda center starting on the 10th of september well thank you for joining us lovely to speak to you and uh, happy wreath making Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. That's a lot for this week. Thank you so much for joining me. Back with episode 637 next week. I hope to have you along. So, for now. Goodbye from the milk bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar, yeah.